You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Hello. Thank you for joining us for the Friday, January 13th, 2023 reading of the Human Health Program. My name is Emily Crocker. On today's program, the surprising problem with dark chocolate from Consumer Reports and the secret power of the eight-minute phone call from the New York Times. Plus, certain cereals and carbs can lower your energy to start the day from CNBC and more, time permitting. Here's our first report. The surprising problem with dark chocolate. Consumer Reports tested dark chocolate bars and found worrisome levels of dangerous heavy metals in the majority of them. Here, the ones that had the most lead and cadmium and the ones that are safer to enjoy. By Kevin Loria from Consumer Reports. For many of us, chocolate is more than just a tasty treat. It's a mood lifter, an energy booster, a reward after a tough day, a favorite holiday gift. People also choose dark chocolate in particular for its potential health benefits, thanks to studies that suggest its rich supply of antioxidants may improve heart health and other conditions, and for its relatively low levels of sugar. In fact, more than half of people in a recent survey from the National Confectioners Association described dark chocolate as a better-for-you candy. But there's a dark side to this healthier chocolate. Research has found that some dark chocolate bars contain cadmium and lead, two heavy metals linked to a host of health problems in children and adults. The chocolate industry has been grappling with ways to lower those levels. To see how much of a risk these favorite treats pose, Consumer Reports scientists recently measured the amount of heavy metals in 28 dark chocolate bars. They detected cadmium and lead in all of them. Heavy metals in your chocolate. CR tested a mix of brands, including smaller ones such as Alter Eco and Mast, and more familiar ones like Dove and Ghirardelli. For 23 of the bars, eating just an ounce a day would put an adult over a level that public health authorities and CR's experts say may be harmful for at least one of those heavy metals. Five of the bars were above those levels for both cadmium and lead. That's risky stuff. Consistent long-term exposure to even small amounts of heavy metals can lead to a variety of problems. The danger is greatest for pregnant people and young children because the metals can cause developmental problems, affect brain development, and lead to lower IQ, says Tunde Akinlie, the CR food safety researcher who led this testing project. But there are risks for people of any age, he says. Frequent exposure to lead in adults, for example, can lead to nervous system problems, hypertension, immune system suppression, kidney damage, and reproductive issues. While most people don't eat chocolate every day, 15% do, according to the market research firm Mintel. Even if you aren't a frequent consumer of chocolate, lead and cadmium can still be a concern. It can be found in lots of other foods, such as sweet potatoes, spinach, and carrots, and small amounts from multiple sources can add up to dangerous levels. That's why it's important to limit exposure when you can. 
Still, you don't need to swear off chocolate entirely, Akinlier says. He adds that while most of the chocolate bars in CR's tests had concerning levels of lead, cadmium, or both, five of them were relatively low in both. That shows it's possible for companies to make products with lower amounts of heavy metals and for consumers to find safer products that they enjoy, he says. And in addition to choosing your dark chocolates wisely, there are a number of other steps you can take to continue enjoying chocolate safely. Cacao's Dark Side Chocolate is made from the cacao bean, which has two main components, cocoa solids and cocoa butter. Together, these are called cacao or cocoa. Dark chocolate's reputation as a relatively healthy treat stems mostly from the cocoa solids. These are packed with flavanols, which are antioxidants linked to improved blood vessel function, reduced inflammation, and lower cholesterol. Dark chocolate is also lower in sugar and higher in fiber than milk chocolate, and it has magnesium and potassium. Unfortunately, cocoa solids are also where the heavy metals, especially cadmium, lurk. That makes it tricky to balance dark chocolate's risks and benefits. Some of the same concerns may extend to products made with cocoa powder, which is essentially pure cocoa solids, such as hot chocolate and brownie and cake mixes, though they have varying amounts of cacao and possibly heavy metals. Dark chocolate tends to be higher in heavy metals than milk chocolate, probably because of its higher cacao content. There is no official cutoff, but dark chocolates are generally at least 65% cacao by weight, says Michael J. D. Bartolomais, Ph.D., a toxicologist and former official at the California Department of Public Health who has researched heavy metals in chocolate. Getting the lead and cadmium out. To further complicate the issue, lead and cadmium appear to get into cacao in different ways, which means that each requires a different type of fix, DeBartolomais says. Between 2019 and 2022, he and other researchers studied how metals might contaminate cacao as part of a settlement to a lawsuit against chocolate manufacturers brought by As You Sow, an organization that pushes for corporate accountability. As You Sow had previously found high levels of lead and cadmium in some chocolates. The researchers found that cacao plants take up cadmium from the soil, with the metal accumulating in cacao beans as the tree grows. That's similar to how heavy metals contaminate some other foods. But lead seems to get into cacao after beans are harvested. The researchers found that the metal was typically on the outer shell of the cocoa bean, not in the bean itself. Moreover, lead levels were low soon after beans were picked and removed from pods, but increased as beans dried in the sun for days. During that time, lead-filled dust and dirt accumulated on the beans. We collected beans on the ground that were heavily loaded with lead on the outer shell, DeBartolomais says. Because of the different ways that cadmium and lead get into chocolate, addressing the contamination requires different solutions. For lead, that will mean changes in harvesting and manufacturing practices, says Danielle Fuguer, president of As You Sow. Such practices could include minimizing soil contact with beans as they lie in the sun and drying beans on tables or clean tarps away from roads or with protective covers so lead-contaminated dust won't land on them. 
Another option is finding ways to remove metal contaminants when beans are cleaned at factories, Fugere says. Solving for cadmium is trickier, though it is possible, DeBartolomei says. Carefully breeding or genetically engineering plants to take up less of the heavy metal could help, though that could take several years. Other potential options include replacing older cacao trees with younger ones because cadmium levels tend to increase as the plants get older, and removing or treating soil known to be contaminated with cadmium. Safer chocolate. More immediately, DeBartolomei says, chocolate makers should survey cacao-growing areas to determine cadmium levels and favor beans from places with lower levels. If necessary, they should blend beans from higher cadmium areas with beans with lower levels, as some manufacturers do now. Alex Whitmore, CEO at Taza, which makes one of the products with lower levels of both metals in CR tests, says that's what his company does, mixing beans from different origins to ensure that the final product has lower levels. The National Confectioners Association, which funded the research into heavy metals and chocolate as part of the As You Sow settlement, says lead reductions can be expected within the first year of implementing new handling practices, though it says lowering cadmium may take longer. Some manufacturers with higher levels of metals in our tests said their products are below levels set by the settlement. Others said that the metals occur naturally in soil and that they take steps to try to reduce it. Alter Eco, Endangered Species, Theo, and Trader Joe's did not respond. Taking steps to reduce heavy metals in cacao can pay off. CR's test results, after all, show that while contamination with heavy metals is common, it is not inevitable. And in addition to choosing products with lower levels of lead and cadmium, other steps can also help reduce the risks. In fact, DeBartolomeis says that while he cautions pregnant people and children from eating dark chocolate, he doesn't tell most people to give it up, just to know the risks and not overdo it. And here comes a list of the chocolate bars that are high in lead, cadmium, or both. The following are high in both lead and cadmium. Theo Organic Pure Dark Chocolate, 70% Cocoa. Trader Joe's The Dark Chocolate Lover's Chocolate, which is 85% Cocoa. Theo Organic Extra Dark Pure Dark Chocolate, which is 85% Cocoa. Lily's Extreme Dark Chocolate at 85% Cocoa. Green and Black's Organic Dark Chocolate, 70% Cocoa. Here's a list of chocolate bars high in lead. Tony's Choco Lonely Dark Chocolate, 70% Cocoa. Lily's Extra Dark Chocolate, 70% Cocoa. Godiva Signature Dark Chocolate, 72% Cacao. Choco Love Strong Dark Chocolate, 70% Cocoa. Lind Excellence Dark Chocolate, 85% Cocoa. Endangered Species Bold and Silky Dark Chocolate, 72% Cocoa. Trader Joe's Dark Chocolate, 72% Cocoa. Who? Organic Simple Dark Chocolate, 70% Cacao. Choco Love Extreme Dark Chocolate, 88% Cocoa. Hershey's Special Dark Mildly Sweet Chocolate. Here's a list of chocolate bars that are high in cadmium. 
Beyond Good Organic Pure Dark Chocolate 70% Cocoa. Beyond Good Organic Pure Dark Chocolate 80% Cocoa. Equal Exchange Organic Extra Dark Chocolate 80% Cocoa. Lindt Excellence Dark Chocolate 70% Cocoa. Sharfin Burger Extra Dark Chocolate 82% Cacao. Alter Eco Organic Dark Chocolate Classic Blackout 85% Cacao. Pasha Organic Very Dark Chocolate 85% Cacao. Dove Promises Deeper Dark Chocolate 70% Cacao. Ah, we were hoping for this. Safer Choices. Here are five bars that had the lowest levels of both lead and cadmium in Consumer Reports tests. Still, some come close to the daily limits we used, so Consumer Reports experts recommend eating dark chocolate occasionally, not every day. Here's the list. Mast, organic dark chocolate, 80% cocoa. Taza chocolate, organic, deliciously dark chocolate, 70% cacao. Girardelli Intense Dark Chocolate, 86% cacao. Girardelli Intense Dark Chocolate, 72% cacao. Valrona Abanoa Dark Chocolate, 85% cacao. The different kinds of chocolate. In general, the darker the chocolate, the greater the risk of contamination with heavy metals. Here are the most common kinds of chocolate listed by how much cacao they typically contain, plus what they are most often used for. Cocoa nibs. These roasted crushed cacao beans are 100% cacao. They are often used as a topping or in baked goods for added texture and taste. Cocoa powder. This is also 100% cacao which has been pressed to remove most of the cocoa butter and then ground into an unsweetened powder. It's used most often in baking and to make hot chocolate. Dark chocolate. It's generally at least 65% cacao and is used in baking and eaten as a treat. Bittersweet or semi-sweet chocolate. These chocolates go by different names but are the same. They look like dark chocolate but can be as little as 35% cacao. They are used primarily in baking. Milk chocolate. This can be as low as 10% cacao, and it must contain at least 12% milk solids. While it may be lower in heavy metals than dark chocolate, it's higher in sugar. In addition to being a very popular type of chocolate, it's used in treats, frostings, and baked goods, and as an ice cream topper. White chocolate. Made with cocoa butter and milk solids, it tends to have more fat and sugar than dark chocolate. And because it contains no cocoa solids, it's likely to be low in heavy metals, but it's also likely to be low in heart-healthy flavanols. It's used to make fruity desserts, or it's eaten as a treat. Better Ways to Eat Dark Chocolate Calculating the exact amount of dark chocolate that's risky to eat is complicated. That's because heavy metal levels can vary, people have different risk levels, and chocolate is just one potential source of heavy metal exposure. But experts say that by being mindful of the risks, you can still enjoy dark chocolate while minimizing the potential harms. Choose dark chocolates with the lowest levels of heavy metals. Consumer Reports tests found five chocolates, one each from Mast, Teza and Valrona, and two from Girardelli, with relatively low levels of both lead and cadmium. 
Eight more are lower in only lead and ten others in just cadmium. Only five bars, one each from green and black, lilies and Trader Joe's, and two from Theo, were higher for both heavy metals. Treat chocolate as a treat. A single ounce of even one of the chocolates with the highest cadmium and lead levels in CR's tests is unlikely to cause any immediate harm. The risk comes with frequent consumption over time. Heavy metals are also in certain other foods, including many that are more nutritious and important to eat as a regular part of a healthy diet, such as carrots, sweet potatoes, and spinach. So it's best to eat dark chocolate only occasionally. Having a serving a few days a week, especially with a product that has lower levels, means you can eat dark chocolate without worrying unduly, says CR's Tunde Akinlie, who oversaw the chocolate tests. Try dark chocolates with lower cacao percentages. If you're considering a bar that Consumer Reports didn't test, so the heavy metal content is unknown, you may want to opt for a 70% dark chocolate product over an 80% one, for example, or a 65% bar over a 70% one. That's not a foolproof measure, but Consumer Reports tests, as well as testing done by other organizations, suggest that cadmium levels tend to increase with percentage of cacao. Lead levels don't seem to be as closely tied to cacao percentage. Alternate with milk chocolate. Cacao levels are lower in milk chocolate than in dark chocolate, so milk chocolate tends to have lower levels of heavy metals, says Michael J. D. Bartolomais, Ph.D., a toxicologist who has researched heavy metals in chocolate. But that doesn't mean you can eat it with abandon. It has a lot more added sugars, so it's best to eat both kinds of chocolates only occasionally, not every day. Don't assume organic dark chocolates are safer. In Consumer Reports tests, they were just as likely as other products to have concerning levels of heavy metals. Don't give kids much dark chocolate. Dark chocolate isn't a big hit with most kids, which is just as well considering the younger you are, the bigger the threat from heavy metals. Pregnant people should limit consumption as well. Think about your total chocolate consumption. We did not test for heavy metals in cocoa powder, hot cocoa mixes, or other chocolate desserts, but they contain cocoa solids too, so they could contribute to your heavy metal intake. Eat a well-rounded diet. Switching up the foods you eat may help you avoid overconsumption of heavy metals from other sources. Grapes, apples, green tea, and certain other healthy foods can even provide some of the same flavanols that chocolate supplies. Plus, doing this can help provide a variety of nutrients that may help offset some of the harm that heavy metals do. These include calcium, iron, selenium, vitamin C, and zinc. Up next, the secret power of the eight-minute phone call. Even a brief chat has measurable effects on our well-being. By Jancy Dunn from the New York Times, and this is written in first person. I just had an eight-minute call with my good friend Tina, whom I've known for over three decades. I could never seem to connect with her. She has a very demanding job. Until I sent her a text last week proposing an eight-minute phone call. That seems weird. She wrote back. Come on, I wheedled. You can do it. The president of the United States could probably do eight minutes. I promise not to go long. Name a time. 
At the appointed hour, I gave her a ring. In short order, we talked about our mother's health, made birthday plans, gossiped about a friend who abruptly quit his job and moved to a tiny Mexican town, traded book recommendations, and explored the possibility of an afterlife. Verdict, we're not sure. Intently focused, we knocked out subject after subject before Tina announced that our eight minutes were up, and besides, she had arrived at the dry cleaners. I hung up, smiling and humming a little tune. I had missed her, and didn't realize it until I heard her voice. I was also surprised by how much ground we covered without the call feeling rushed. Our connection was brief, but it was real. Here's a happiness challenge. Try the eight-minute phone call. Think of a person you love, someone you miss, someone you wish you had connected with more often. Send that person a quick text asking if they can chat on the phone for eight minutes, ideally today, but if not, schedule it for sometime this week. You can even say something like, Hi, I heard this article from the New York Times, and it made me think of you. Want to schedule an eight-minute phone call this week? After the eight minutes are up, decide together when your next such catch-up will be, and then honor your time commitment and sign off promptly. Unless your friend is having some sort of crisis, in which case it's good that you got in touch anyway. Hang up and enjoy that little glow of well-being. Dr. Bob Waldinger, a professor of psychology at Harvard Medical School and the author of the new book, The Good Life, Lessons from the World's Longest Scientific Study of Happiness, said that most busy people tend to think that in some unspecified future, we'll have a time surplus where we'll be able to connect with old friends. That may never materialize, he said, so pick up the phone and invest the time right now. The value of hearing someone's voice. Hearing the sound of a loved one's voice, said Claudia Glazer Mussen, a psychotherapist in New York City, is emotionally regulating. In eight minutes, she added, I can call my friend Mary Beth from high school and say, I love you so much, here's what's happening, or, listen, I want to run something by you really quickly. It's a short period of time, but you can get a lot in, and it's deep enough that all the bonding hormones start to hit, she said. Have a hard out. A hard out agreed upon in advance solves a common conversational issue revealed in a 2021 study. Researchers looked at 932 conversations between pairs of people and found that they almost never ended when both people wanted them to. Some preferred to continue, while others felt that the interaction dragged on too long. When one person shuts down the conversation too early, the researchers wrote, or chats away while ignoring standard wrap-up cues, such as use of the word, anyway, the result is what's known as a coordination problem. A clear boundary of eight minutes avoids that. A study of 240 adults in 2021 found that when participants received brief phone calls a few times a week, their levels of depression, loneliness, and anxiety were rapidly reduced compared with people who didn't receive a call. As Dr. Waldinger writes in his book, a few adjustments to our most treasured relationships can have real effects on how we feel and on how we feel about our lives, a gold mine of vitality that we are not paying attention to. Up next, also from the New York Times, 
A recent study conducted by Ipsos, a global marketing research company, found that only 65% of respondents reported feeling optimistic that 2023 would be better than 2022, compared with 77% a year ago. Up next, certain cereals can actually lower your energy to start the day. Reach for these breakfast foods instead. By Renee Ankiu from CNBC. If cereal is your go-to breakfast, you may be lowering your energy levels before your day is even started. Eating cereals that are high in sugar and other simple carbohydrates like white bread that immediately break down into sugar will lead to an instant spike in your blood sugar, according to Dr. Nancy Renama, an internist and clinical nutritionist. And anything that spikes is going to crash, Renama said. This high-end crash and burn throughout the day leads to fatigue, irritability, changes in the mood, headaches, hunger, and cravings. She said. High glycemic carbohydrates, also known as simple carbs, can affect how refreshed and alert you feel in the morning too. If you eat them for breakfast, says Rafael Velat, a postdoctoral researcher at the Center for Human Sleep Science at UC Berkeley. But these foods aren't limited to just cereal. Potatoes, white rice, white toast, muffins, and donuts can have the same effect. The experts say. Instead, you want to aim for low glycemic, complex carbohydrates and foods high in fiber for breakfast, according to Renama. Breakfast foods that will keep you energized. The complex carbs that Renama and Velat recommend for breakfast, instead of cereal, white toast, and muffins, include whole bread. Consider adding nut butter, whole grain oats or overnight oats, protein shakes. Add chia seeds for extra protein, eggs, brown rice. Alternatives to try if you enjoy cereal for breakfast are non-processed overnight oats or granola. Ranama says. Additionally, if cereal is all you have time for, aim for ones that are high in fiber and low in sugar. Thank you for joining us for the Human Health Program. My name is Emily Crocker. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at www.aincolorado.org or by calling 303-786-7777.